everybody. We got DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now coming to you with our latest episode. I believe episode 46 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. What's going on, everybody? We have a special guest in the house. And before we let him introduce himself, we'll go around our table like we always do and let everybody go ahead and do their intro. So, Paco, what's happening? What's up, yo? This is Black Paco on this thing. I'm saying glad to be back this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, after yeah. after yeah. a week off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah after a yeah. week off. An unexpected week off, but that's it's all good. What's happening, Playboy? What's going on with it, man? Playboy the DJ, Playboy D A DJ, man. You can find me on Twitter. Find me at the DMST Boys page on Facebook. You know how we do, man. Let's get it in. Yep. And once again, my name is DJ Brainstorm. You can find me on all the social medias, DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter U. That's on I that's on iTunes. I'm sorry, that's on Instagram. That's on yeah. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. You can find me everywhere. That's also on Snapchat, too. You know, I'm also <laughs> I ain't been that active on there lately. I got to pick that back up. But um, yeah. I'll get back into that um, come in the next couple of days. And so making sure I get back into that. So like I said, we got a special guest with us this week. This one kind of was hooked up through um, through Paco. He was able to set this up for us. Uh, we're sitting down with author, um, the marketing coach, uh, Mr. Donovan Boyd. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, good brothers. How you doing? Good, right, good, right, good. Right. It's good to have you in here, man. Uh, again, like I said, this was kind of set up through uh, Paco. Uh, he's met you uh, through a, a mutual acquaintance, and uh, when he told us that he had the opportunity to reach out to you and to see that we could possibly have you on the show, you know, I was like, "Yo, make that happen." You know, let's go ahead and run with this one. So, want to thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to come sit down with us this week. Oh, thank you, guys. <clears throat> all right, so I appreciate it. All right, so the marketing coach. Right. That's your thing. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's your, how did you kind of come into this whole thing of doing the, that's me. It's just been you. That's me. That's <laughs> not my thing. Okay. That's me. That's what you are. Oh, all right. Right. All right. So now we got to own it. You got to own it. Okay. You got to own the brand. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Yes. You got to own it. <laughs> so, so, so we're going to go back a little bit. Um, you're a Cleveland guy, like all of us here. So, right. right. So uh, where did you kind of grow up at in the area here in Cleveland? Um, East Side, Cleveland, East no East Cleveland, Cleveland Heights. Okay, all, just the noble from the top to the bottom. Okay, <laughs> that's my area, top well, to the bottom. What we call up the way yeah, down here, right, down so. in East Cleveland. That's what we call up the way. Right, so so yeah. the whole that whole noble to Woolworth, Cleveland Heights, East Cleveland. Okay, went to Cleveland Heights High School. So okay, hey, so you 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 stomped in a lot of places that we used to stomp in. So right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Tell you, man, look familiar. I keep on telling. I said this before the show, man. Look familiar, man. I can't put my finger on it, but I'll so figure it out. Man, that means <laughs> if, if you can recognize my face, that means yeah, I'm, I'm working. Thing, oh yeah, that means right. I'm working. Right, that's yeah, a good thing. Yeah, Always man, working. Yeah. Right. So, um, go ahead. Did, like, also, you've been doing these live events, right, around the country, right? I've been working, and so anybody like in our part of our audience that, uh, I guess we can put out your con, yo. Your contact info now or at the end of the show or both. Repetition right. is good. You know, if they wanted to reach out and, you know, just for any type of book signing or, right, right. you know, so, like far as your links and everything else, you know what I mean? Uh, my social media is I am Donovan Boyd. Right now I'm live on Facebook, Instagram. I am Donovan Boyd. Uh, my on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Okay. Um, you can go on my website. Um, it's www marketing is my sport.com uh, my company page is uh, the boy group llc.com okay all right now so like back when you were still like coming up so you still in high school and everything like that was this something that you knew you would kind of get into then or was it 
something that not, not was something. All. Okay, so you was like in a whole different space and then okay. Yeah, not at all. Uh, high school, I was really getting into a lot of I won't say trouble, but like just stuff that ain't got no business doing. Just mischief, you know. Uh, but I played sports, <laughs> yeah. right? So I was a big sports guy. Played basketball. You know, wasn't trying to be the class clown, but you know, I speak to a lot of people now. You know, if we look back then, I definitely wouldn't have thought that I'd be in the position I am now. Um, I did go to um, college on a full football scholarship, okay. you know, and that really, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of things, changed my life, you know, gave me the opportunity to, you know, see a lot of different places and see how people live and how things operate outside of Cleveland. Yeah, definitely. Where'd you go to college? Uh, Fordham University. Okay. Uh, it's in the Bronx. Right. I went there to play football. Uh, you might have heard of Fordham. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Smush Parker went there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I he played for the Cavs for a little bit right. too. Yeah. I graduated with Debbie Allen's daughter. Um, Denzel went there, you know, so a couple different people went there. Um, when I got there, I was just heavy football. You know, I, I played basketball my whole time in high school. I played football once and then got a scholarship. Then I was able to, you know, when I'm playing football, I get there my freshman year. Every All 32 NFL teams is at my college. So, you know, this football thing started to become yeah. real. Um, so I was a football guy. I wasn't even really, really locked in on school when I first got there. You know, I played football. That's that's all I knew. Um, then I got hurt, and I had to figure something else out. Okay. How did how did that how did that hurt you though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it. it I know if that was me in that in that situation, I'd be right. like, man, like. Like, um, I so, just go back home. You know, really, really think about it. Um, I, I, my college career was a lot, was a bit rocky. Um, I had three, um, three, 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 three head coaches. You know, so you learning new systems, things of that nature. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's a lot when you playing college ball. Um, I had the opportunity to leave college to go play arena ball my sophomore year, but I declined it. Me and my roommate. You know, we had looks, you know, had the opportunity. People was talking to us about it. Um, but, you know, we stayed, of course. I got hurt. I fought my way back. Got hurt again. Um, so that really just, you know, I had to start thinking something else, you know. So then I started taking my, um, I took my first marketing course, and it was a wrap after that. You okay. know, um, had some good internships, um, Atlantic Records. Intern at Atlantic, Atlantic Records, as well as uh, for Russ Communications for Russell Simmons. Okay, now from from that point, like right there, like when you had an opportunity. Okay, like in your book, you speak about working for somebody. Right. And I, I wanted to know where did you get that determination to be like I'm gonna just do this and I'm gonna do my own thing and I'm gonna do it well. Where Where did that come from? What Who Who instilled? Or who helped instill that right. in you? Um, I've always been like a hustler. I've always been an entrepreneur. I had a paper route. I cut grass. I raked leaves. I yeah. worked at KFC. I worked at a beauty supply company on the weekends just to buy my Jordans. I worked another job just to buy me a car. Yeah, you that know, hustling and, spirit. You know, so when my cousins, when we was all, everybody wanted to play, play football, I'm like, Man, let's go get, get some money, you know. So right, right, right. that's what I did. I tried to sell drugs, whatever. I, you know, that wasn't me, you know. So right. it was just I just had that hustler's mentality. When I was in college, I was throwing parties, you know, got in trouble doing that. So I've always had that hustler's mentality, 
you know, so I'm always been a hustler. It's just now the products has changed along the way. So uh, my mother, my family was entrepreneurs. I really didn't pay attention to the influence that they had on me growing up. You know, I've spoke about this in other interviews. I've looked back and seen the hustle of my mother, seen the hustle of my sisters because they all in the beauty industry. So we had a barbershop early on and I cleaned a barbershop in high school two days a week. Still working at KFC, still playing ball, still working at the other place on the weekend. So I just always had that in me. So it's right. never been something that I had to try to do. It's just always been been in me. I just switched the the products up, switched what I was what I was pushing up throughout okay. the years. See, and in a lot of ways, I almost feel like that's a Cleveland thing. I mean, I know. It's hustlers in every city and every I, place I you go to. Inner but city. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's probably a, a good way to say it. Inner city thing. Inner city okay, thing. yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Go ahead. I'm so, no, bad. no, but I get what you're saying because we, yeah. we even now to this day, all of us wear a bunch of different hats. Like, like you know, like you said, he when uh, when Paco introduced you to us, or whatever, he's like, oh, this DJ brains. So I mean, I got my my main nine to five, and then I DJ on this side, and then I do this or whatever. Right. You know, you got this man right here. He has his main job, and then he DJs on the side. He's also a barber. You know, he's you know he does his work, and then he's also doing his side jobs and everything. So it's, everybody's always doing a bunch of different things. So like you said, maybe it is sort of an inner city thing where it's like we do this because we we. I think from a young age, we we are always trying to figure out how to survive and how to make it. Because in a lot of our cases, you know, we wasn't doing well off when we were younger or whatever, you know. So it's like now that we're older or whatever, like that part of us never really kind of leaves or whatever. Even right, if you right. kind of start to get on and be a little successful a lot of times, to me, it feels like you still kind of work because of the fact that you just you were you born hustle. I mean, that's you. That's just all, you know, like I know for me. I, it's hard for me to take a vacation to sit down for a week or two or whatever because I get antsy or whatever because it's almost like you feel like you should be doing something or whatever. Right. So yeah, I, go ahead. I was going. Well, I was going to get into the, the the factor as far as what you were saying as far as you know uh, the brand and everything, man. Like you say, as far as uh, you know, all of us being from the inner city or whatnot. In reading your book, man, I noticed that you were saying that um, if a person isn't willing to take risks, then they probably don't want to start their own business. Hundred percent. What's what's some example? Can you give me some examples of like some certain risk that you may have had to take in order to, you know what I'm saying? Go for what you uh, want. Right. I mean, the basic definition of entrepreneurship is someone that takes a risk. Okay. Right. right. That takes a financial risk. That's the, that's the, you know, definition of an entrepreneur. So if you ain't really ready to, you know, put up your own dough, as Dame Dash said, if you ain't ready to put up your own money to invest in yourself, then you're not a risk taker. Right. The ultimate risk is going after what you love, going after what you believe and chasing it. You know, how do you know if you don't try? Right. And and what happens is when you work jobs and you work these things, you're not really taking a risk because some people, things become a hobby. You know, this is my side hustle, you know, because you don't really believe in the side hustle. You don't really believe in it enough to take a risk. You know, you just think hopefully it'll pop. Hopefully this thing pop. But if you hoping that it's, it's going to pop, you will never know what the full potential will be unless you give it 110%. You can't yeah, give right. you can't give something 100% putting in 10 hours at somebody's job. Right, right. You can't you I can't that. you can't do it. You know, but at the same time I understand that, you know, people got bills and things of that nature, but you it comes be realistic not, too. Right. But it got to be realistic, but at the same time it boils down to what you want and what mm -hmm. you want to do. Like Steve Harvey's, Slept in the Car, Tyler Perry, 
slept in the car. He put the same play on 10, 15 times before it popped. He believed. Right. You know, so if you don't, you know, so with me, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I've invested 100% in myself. You know, I put my own up and I'm going after it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not waiting for a big time publishing company, you know, or I'm not waiting for the bookings. I'm going. Making your own. And making my own. Yeah, right? I feel that. You know, so I got you. that's the that's the difference. So from a risk standpoint, if I book an event in Atlanta, I'm not from Atlanta. So that's a risk mm-hmm. right. to purchase flights, to put events together, to spend marketing dollars, to do those things. And somebody can and may not come. I don't I don't live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I gotta pull those resources. I gotta put things together strategically, you know, for it to make one hundred percent sense in these, you know, in these different arenas when I'm going around. So I, I I definitely do it strategically, you know, but that's you know, those are risks. Right. Right. I feel that. No, go ahead. Okay. No, I mean, I I, I 100% agree with that. I, I have a good friend who she always watches the show. She's probably on the feed right now. Usually I'm holding the phone, everybody. Um, y'all can see the difference, everybody that tunes in weekly. Usually the phone is right here, and I'm going back and forth. But since yeah. we had, we said we got a special guest on this week. So, <laughs> right. so, so we had to employ one of our homies to oh, come through. We got the cameraman and, in the building. Yeah, yeah. So we right, got the right, cameraman right, right. today. You know, so we got we got to Shout pay. out to the cameraman. Shout out yeah. to South <laughs> B in the building. Yeah. You know. Shout out to the cameraman. Yeah. And, uh, and, and by the way, we got to make sure we put that link on this week because this was the guy when we did the one show on that random Saturday that we popped up with a show yeah. uh, that we said he does the artwork and whatever. He's a very, right. very, very dope artist. And uh, I know I said I was going to put a link out trying to link up to him or whatever and I I am going to make sure I do that this week, right. B. We got um, a comment said Donovan look like Mo Williams. Like Mo Williams? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about the comics too because I, I don't think have that's a, a compliment. Oh, we get celebrities here all the time. You know, we had right. Kyrie. We had Kyrie here the one week uh, right, about right. a month or so ago. Right, so right, we get right. celebrities we all the time. We got these We can't get people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So, so when you say that, um, like, believe in yourself, like, like I was saying, I have a good friend who, um, um, last year we've, I mean, we've known each other since high school, and so last year she finally quit her job. And she got into real estate 100%. And so mm-hmm. she has a partner that she's working with out there, and they're doing their thing. I mean, they're starting to boom with that a little bit out in yeah. Chicago, um, buying properties, fits and, you know, fits and flips, things like that. Right, right. But they're growing. I mean, they're hopping on Facebook. They're doing how-to videos and uh, on Facebook Lives, and they're about to turn it into a podcast and things like that or whatever. So that... And she talks about... She's talked to me about that all the time, about the fact that she she's not that person that's built to work for somebody else. And it, it was never a knock to somebody that that because what how many of us majority of Americans majority of people period punch somebody else's clock or whatever right um, but she actually finally took that leap and said you know what I'm walking out of this you know I'm I'm going to do what I want to do I'm going to be my own boss or whatever so how do you in your opinion how do you manage that when you get to that point of like you were saying something that's a side hustle sometimes right so how do you get to that point where it's like at some point you're like you know what. I know I have bills. I know I got this respons- responsibility maybe, but I got to follow my dream or I got to do what I want to do. You know, is it something that mentally you get to a point or is it just that you just got to say, you know what, I got to do it? I mean, you can look at it a couple of different ways. Me personally, I, I've w- walked away from jobs before. I failed at businesses before. So, you know, I don't necessarily look at them as failures. I look at them at, as experience. You know, I've learned, I've gained experience. Um, I recently you know, walked away from my job to, you know, to run my business full time and to, you know, and push my brand full time. You know, with me, 
it took an understanding from my household. It took an understanding from my wife. It took, you know, we had to strategically do whatever it is that we need to do. Right. So you have to understand where you are in your life and what you're capable of doing, you know, and only you know that only, you know, what your financial situation is. You don't only, you know, those certain things. So, you know, that type of stuff that you have to look within yourself and put a plan together for yourself that's going to work, you know, so you can get to your ultimate end goal. I would never just say, wake up one day and say, all right, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But. Put a six month plan together, put a year's plan together, put a 90 day plan together, you know, whatever that situation may be, you know, because depending on what your skill set is and what your resume is, I mean, I feel like you can always go get a job. You know, if it's, if it comes down Even to- Even in today's market? Where, yeah, I mean, if you boil down to it, you can always go get a job, right? People always say there's no jobs. Yeah, there's no jobs for the unskilled, Okay. right? So depending on what it's your skill set, you can go get a job. So you never want to be regretful and be like, damn, man, I should have, you know- I should have did this or I should have pursued or what if I did this? You don't never want to go through your life right. with regrets, you right. know, give it a shot. So pretty much even like in your book, you never just tell them people just to quit their jobs and mm -hmm. just, you know what I'm saying? Just like, Oh, you tired of it? Just quit. And you know, like you say, at least have a plan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, some type of, some type of plan, some type of structure, something going on where, you just not walking away and just like, oh yeah, just fuck yeah. it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Like, yeah. so the question I want to ask you, like, your experiences of working at these like uh, these big corporations, right? You know, working alongside Russell Simmons, like, yeah. What were some of the things that that you picked up? I mean, did you pick up any type of meditation? Or any type of <laughs> no? Yeah, so no, that was a serious question because right, you know right, he right, real right, big right, into right. that. So, you know what I mean? So, um. This is definitely not an overnight thing, right? I've been doing marketing for 11 years, right? So that's a part of my brand. That's a part of my history, my experience to where it's got me to where I'm at today. You know, those days I was interning, you know, so I'm just soaking up as much knowledge being in the atmosphere in these major corporations, you know, um, and just you have to understand that the corporations don't care about you period. So you can be loyal. You're just you, a number. You just, you know, you can be replaced. Right. And, you know, I learned that a couple different times. I learned that in college, you know, so when I learned that in college, I said, I have to get as much out of this situation in college as possible. And that's interning and that's taking all advantage of all the opportunities. Cause one day, one of my coaches told me there's a million Donovan Boyd's out here. And I'm like, what you talking about? You know, I'm like, I'm I'm good. I'm nice. What you right, talking about? Right, right. You know, ain't a ain't a million of me. You know, I get busy, but it's true. How many high school football teams is it? How many wide receivers is playing? How many people is trying That's to true. come get your spot? True. So if you are complacent and content in your situation, you know, you you you're, you you setting yourself up for failure. You know, so being in these corporations, they might say, hey, you know what? We don't need you today. Or you know mm -hmm. what? You know, budgets is bad. We got to cut. We mm -hmm. got to lay people off. You know, I was fired from a job and, you know, my situation changed. My world changed. I was like, I can never have this feeling again. 
Mm-hmm. I feel that. You know, I can never have, <laughs> I can sure, never I be in a that. situation where this is running my life. Right. You know, and I've now. I or put, being controlled. Right. And so now I've put things in place where I wrote a book, I started a company, you know, I got properties and real estate. So if all else, anything ever happened, we can still survive. We can still <laughs> yeah. live. You know, so maintain, yeah. You know, so that's just really what it is. Like, you know, I just want to never these never get caught up in a corporation. Okay. Or relying on that corporation. Or relying on that corporation. Oh, yeah. And you know, I yeah. feel that, man. And and that's the key. It ain't about everybody's not an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to recognize your skill set. You know, I had a conversation with my wife. My wife says she's not an entrepreneur, right? But for a major corporation, she does human resource. She does recruiting, right? So you you have a skill set and you do a job. Who's to say one day you just couldn't be an independent contractor and recruit and recruit um, employees for any company? Yeah, right. You know, so you just got to understand that. That's all I'm saying. You you I I'm. Or, or to, to the be point stuck to where I, I, I'm mm-hmm. to the point where you have to understand what you're doing, and you have to understand that what your talent is and what your skill set is, and go for it. You DJ, right? I know a lot of DJs that doesn't understand the potential of DJing, right? I know some people that DJing is a side hustle. I know some people that that's all they do is DJ. Mm-hmm. So right. what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Right, because. If you know a DJ, some people just DJ because it's fun. I'm right. not talking to that person. Right. Right. If I'm talking to somebody that's, oh, I want really want to DJ, I want to be one of the best DJs. Just that, how? How you want to be one of the best DJs and you work for company X 10 hours a day? You can't. Mm-hmm. You want to. Would, would you consider that betraying your craft? No, it's just where your mind set at. It seems like it's more like not being true to yourself yeah. more so than anything. Because it's like if you if you're in that position, say say it's you're about alter- not being real. It's not about it's about not being realistic, mm-hmm. right? Okay. It's not it's about not being realistic, right? Okay. So I'm not I can't sit up and hear somebody's story about man. I really want this man. I I you know I want to be the best. And this but you're not doing what it takes to be the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it's, I, I feel that. I, I have one of these things with, with me personally. Like I said, I have my regular, the regular job or whatever that I do or whatever. But I always say I try to live by this one model and I forgot where I picked it up from. But it's like if you can go to work for somebody and punch the clock and, and, and make money for somebody else for eight hours or nine hours or 10 hours or something like that or whatever. What do you do for yourself to make yourself better or whatever? Right. Like if you go punch that clock, how can you not come home and pick up a book and learn something or come home and practice something that you're doing that that you want to maybe trans you know transfer into something else in the future right. or whatever it's like how yeah. do you live your life working every day for somebody else and never improve yourself right i mean you know like but some people are just workers and that's fine yeah, yeah. right and there's right. nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with working a good job right you know the old people that worked at the Ford plant, they was making fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, right. right. I mean, hey, that's, and they used to be able to retire, right? Job you know, and, and that's what you want to do and retire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you when you look in a situation now, and they're talking about our generation may not make it to yeah. retirement, you have a pension. You know, yeah. you might not have a pension. Right, so it's right. like, what are you doing to create some generational wealth? What are you doing to create right. some? You know, I got kids, I got boys. Right. So what legacy am I leaving for them? Right, right. You know, so you know that's really 
what it is. I mean, and then too, I just tell people like, if you own a job, maximize it. Get everything that you can learn, get. Learn all you can out of the job. Learn yeah. all the things that you want. Yeah. You know is what I'm that saying? including stealing? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You should be breaking home a piece of a computer every single day. I want to Like, I work a pizza. And I'm like, you get these wings and this. Right, 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 right. I mean, hey, if you want to you wanna open a pizza shop, every day take home one pizza pan. Right. In six months, you got you ready to go, right? 100 pans. You know what I'm saying? Nick coming in with an industrial oven. You know, like, are you willing that shit out? Right. So I mean, you know, that, that's Gas what it is. Leaky, you get the oven from? Trying to get the oven out of there. Just bought it straight cash. Right, right. So hey, yeah. all right. So let, let's get into this book a little bit. It's called the Brand Playbook, and and right, uh, and, right, be, right. and be slide around real quick. I I know, I, yeah, slide around because yeah, you, you can't move as, as you're recording. Like you're not you're not a mannequin or whatever. Yeah, man. Right, right. <laughs> How you getting the back? Right, of my we got it right here. Right, the Brand Playbook. The Brand Playbook. We keep these on deck. Okay. Yeah, so so when I first got into it, I actually kind of thought it was going to kind of be like an autobiographical book of your story or something like that. But it turned out to be exactly exactly what the title says. Basically, you talk about I want to ask you this. What do you consider? What is your definition of brand? Because you talk about building that. And basically, like I said, this book is just like a it's a how to. You right. know, um, so again, what is your, so, your so definition the, of brand? So to give a little backstory, um, um, I signed with a publishing company out of Atlanta, Georgia, called Sleepless Society Publishing. Um, shout out to David San- uh, Shantz, uh, my homegirl, Monica. Um, you know, so I had the book in my head for a while, right? You know, I've done a lot of marketing consulting. I had a, a music management company. So um, I just focused my energy from working with artists and music to working with small businesses. So when you're working with small businesses... Um, I just change it because I, I feel like small businesses are more invested in what it is that they're doing, you okay. know? So I understand that they have something to gain, something to lose. So working with small business owners, you know, made more sense for me. The problem is when you come into budgeting and things of that nature on all levels, major corporations all, all the way down to small businesses, uh, marketing is sometimes one of the first things to go from a budget standpoint when you're cutting budgets. So, you know, I'm working with somebody and, you know, we're putting a plan together and I give you a graphic or something. Oh, I'm ready to go. Right. I got my graph. I got my flyer. I'm about to post, post, post and think all this business about to start coming. Right. So that's definitely not the case. You know, we in a YouTube era. So everybody is DIY. Let me go YouTube something. Visual. Yeah. Right. So I said, I need to put together a tool and a resource that, allows people to go do it themselves. Take the information I know because I know that I can't work with every single brand in the world. So I felt as though my book can move faster than I can and I can touch more brands and touch more businesses. So it just really, you know, have a when you sit down with people, like I got this idea, I just really don't know where to start. You know, or sometimes you got seasoned entrepreneurs that may have inherited a business. Your father owned a pizza shop. Your father owned a printing company. But you know, they've been doing it for this so way for so long. They own a barbershop. So they've been doing this way so long. They stuck in their ways. Right. Too. So they're stuck in their ways. So you need to come, you know, and bring the business up to date, you All know, right. from a social media standpoint of even cash registers or how you advertise, you know, how right. you, you know, my mother does hair. We was just talking about this. My mother been doing hair for 36 years, yeah. right? How she advertised in 
1980 is definitely not how you advertise it in, in 2017. 2017. Yeah. I feel that. Right. 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 You know, so if you have company or family businesses, you know, that type of thing. So it just really took taking you step by step. Uh, we call it the playbook because I'm the marketing coach, you know, so I just right. stick with that whole theme. You know, um, I was a sports guy, so I feel like sports is very relatable. I, you know, me being like the idiot out of the bunch, <laughs> like I, I appreciate, like, I don't know if you done it intentionally or was it dumbed down on purpose because it, it made complete sense. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like complex for me to figure out where he was trying to go with the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had, you know, you had your, your background story in the beginning and then you pretty much just broke, broke it down step by step. Now, even like a forest, like a, what I wanted to ask was like about buying, was it purchasing the hashtags or was it, um, or picking the right hashtag? Right. Or, so when we talk, you, you know what I mean? Right. So when we talk about branding, you know, research, thing I talk about research is key, right? Researching what it is that you're doing, you know, um, drunk mind, sober thoughts. Has anybody used this? Right. You know, does these hashtags exist? You know, I have branded hashtag. They're free. Nobody. I'm the only marketing coach. You know, marketing mm-hmm. is my sport. That's my hashtag. The boy group LLC. That's my hashtag. You know, the brand playbook. That's my hashtag. So that, that leaves my digital footprint. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I didn't want to my book be called the brand playbook. And there's 15 other things out here called the brand playbook. So when you're that. searching my hashtag, you know, you're you, you coming through, you know, a lot of other things. Right. So that's when I talk about branded hashtags in the book. And then I also talk about, you know, researching hashtags that people are frequenting. That's popular in your industry. So not only are you putting your hashtags under your captions, but Internet radio, such and such podcast. Cleveland this or what is people checking for when they're looking for podcasts and things of that nature so it's really diving into your industry and what it is that you're doing you know and um, you know I use different hashtags because I'm trying to I want my face I want my brand to start falling into some you know other pages and other interests of people you know especially things that I'm trying to do another platform that I'm trying to get on Okay. okay you know so then that step by step just came from me you know I used to get bored reading a lot you know I would fall asleep you know, reading books. So I said I needed something that was engaging, that can engage my audience from right. cover to cover. And what better thing for them is to be able to do the work right there in the book. Right. Right. Exactly. And my even even my girl was like, she's like, that book must have been really good because you you finished it like two days. And I was just like, no, nah, it was just straight to the point. Yeah. Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like not not trying to belittle the book the book or anything like that. No, but that's just, that that that's what makes it good because it's you right. can pick it up and you can use it. Like if you got a, if you got a, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you no, off. No, 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 if right. you got a thumb, do something like, well, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And, and how do you do this? Then it's not as effective as you just picking something up and being like, you know what? Oh yeah, this makes sense. I know why you said this or whatever. So right. that makes it easier and better. And, and it's, and it's, it's better it, or it can be expanded to a larger audience because more people will understand it. Right. So, you know, and that was one of the goals too. I wanted this book to be, um, you know, something that you can reference, you know, um, it talks, it, it takes you through developing your business plan and everything. So I want you to get to year two of your business and can still go back to your brand playbook. You know, I want to be, I want this book to be, we'll see the growth. Right. And, I oh, want yeah. this book to be like a rich dad, poor dad. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Rich okay. Dad Poor Dad came out years ago, but it's still relevant. It's, yeah, it's you being know what recycled. Saying? So I want, yeah. still doing right. a little seminars. Right. So yeah. I want, yeah. I want, I want this book, you know, to be a resource. You know, right now we're working on, you know, we got the book in schools already. You know, we're in three high schools already. You know, that's the goal. You know, I want to teach entrepreneurship or we got entrepreneurship classes centered around the book. You know, we're inside barber colleges and beauty schools because, you know, you got a lot of people teaching people how to do certain trades. They might teach you how to be a barber, but did they teach you how to run your own barbershop? Did they they teach you how to brand yourself as a barber? Right. So if not, here's the brand playbook. You know, and I just I feel like we got a diamond in the rough. I just know that my brand is not on the biggest platform to where we didn't sold a million copies, but we're grinding and we're going all around and the feedback from the book is great. You know, and it's like you said, it's simple and it gets you straight to the point. And if it's something that you don't know, you can go out, research it, come back to it. Right. Okay. I have one question in particular, man, when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um, you being an entrepreneur and being by yourself as far as an individual. Speaking as far as DMST and having a cohesiveness, how can we maintain a cohesiveness with ourselves when there's multiple people involved in right. trying to build a brand and right. trying to be, you know? So, so one thing, let's never, you know, I I never want anybody to feel like I do this by myself. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So I definitely have a team. You know, I have a partners. I have teams. You know, I partner with certain people and certain mm-hmm. individuals and certain companies that I feel like, you know, it's been a, we're both beneficial on both parties. Um, when you have something like this from a team standpoint, we just have to understand what everyone does good, right? And what's your specialty, right? So you in your lane, you do what you do, you do what you do, and together that's what makes us great. The minute you start trying to do his job and he start trying to do your job and vice versa, that's when you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what it is. LeBron okay. got to let Kyrie bring the ball up. Right. Right. The minute LeBron want to bring the ball up or somebody <laughs> else want to bring the ball up, right. that's, when, that's when it don't work. Right. You know, plain and simple. Like people got to, you know, people just have to understand their roles and you have to set your pride to the side and understand that I got to play my role. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's bigger than yourself, basically. Definitely bigger than yourself. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing I picked up or I wrote down as you were talking a second ago is that how important do you feel entrepreneurship is like in a black community? Um, Because I feel like we do need to take advantage or 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 kind of just be more of a player ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we rely too much on outside sources. I mean, we have a lot of discussions on our shows on different topics where. Uh, we're talking about what goes wrong within our own communities or whatever. And one of the big things I do feel goes wrong is the fact that we rely on so many others to provide things that maybe we can start to provide ourselves or whatever. And maybe entrepreneurship is a big key of that between business ownership and things like that or whatever. So, so is that something that you think is big or could be big within our own community? I think it could be, uh, will it be? I'm not sure. You know, everybody wants to do things on their own, right? Um, You can be more effective collaboratively. Mm -hmm. We collaborate and pull our resources together and come together. We can be much more effective. Basically like strength in numbers. Right. Yeah. So, you know, from that standpoint, 
that's really what it is. Like, you know, you have a skill set. I have a skill set. Instead of me trying to do this and then try to do what you do, but I don't really have that skill set, but I'm selfish because I want to own 100% of it or I don't want to get no partner or I, I got to be the best in this and this and the third, right? So then that, that's one of the issues, right? We mm-hmm. don't come together collectively. We don't come together as a unit and we can move, you know, we can move better. You right. know, if it's real estate, like you told me your homegirl does real estate, right? You can take 100000 and and buy up a whole bunch of properties, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got to do everything yourself or whatever. Just to say that I did it. Just to say I did it, right? But well, why couldn't you take 30000 and get with two other people? And create and then, a team? Yeah, but we can buy more houses. <laughs> right. We all split the 100000 We can buy all, you know what I'm saying? And I got less invested <clears throat> in one particular thing to when I can possibly do some other things. Right, right. You know, that makes sense. Why right? you look at some people you, that you got- You're stretching yourself out so thin. Right. So I got, you know, no people that do real estate. One person, he's good at buying properties, good at negotiating. Hey, if you rehabbing, you need a you need somebody to rehab. Right. So instead of going and hiring somebody to rehab, partner with somebody that has a contracting company. Right. Right? So your partner, that's his responsibility. Right. I'm going to go get the homes. You fix them up. It's, right, almost exactly. like, it's almost like that show. Right. Co- I feel it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I feel it. Like, instead of me getting them and then trying to find a contractor and all, it makes no sense. Right. It's almost like the show Property Brothers that come on HGTV or whatever. Right. It's like the one guy is the one that goes out and finds the properties or whatever, and the other guy, and the other brother does the work or whatever. Right. So Why it's like- I think they're but, successful? Yeah. Because- one, his only job is to go get the houses. So right. that's all he focuses on. He stays in his lane. He stays in his lane. The other one, he's fixing them up. Yeah. But see, a problem with that, and 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 we know this is a problem in our community, is that it's it's almost like we don't trust each other a lot of, in a lot of times in a lot of right. ways or whatever. Because we mean, gotta be the man. And I was about to say it. You we, took it out of my gotta, mind. Yeah. We gotta be. You like, just you just said it. The light has to shine on us. Like we have to be able to be this be able to be able to say the, that we were the one that made it happen or we did this and we did that or whatever. I mean, as 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 silly as this sounds, this analogy just popped into my head or whatever, where like sports wise or whatever. Um, the Cavs were down, LeBron left, the Cavs were down or whatever. LeBron comes back, Cavs are good again. Yeah. What I start seeing on Facebook, oh well, uh, Y'all wasn't hanging with them when he wasn't here. And y'all, it's like everybody always got to be able to say, well, I was the one. I still did this. And I still, it's like, it don't matter. We still winning. It don't matter. It don't matter if, I, if I've been watching them since the 80s or if I've been watching them since 2010. Right. We still win it. Like in our community, everybody got to be the, be the one to be able to say, I did this and I was that. It's like, no, but it's like. It's a mentality, man. It's it's, it's a broken mentality. Though. And I, but I've always said, if you, if you notice, man, I've always said, I've said this on previous shows, man. You only as strong as your team. Yeah, you only as good as your team. Yeah, when you got solid individuals behind you that got the same vision and supporting what you're trying to do, right? You're all on the same page and stand in your lane, like you said. I believe you can be successful, man. I mean, look at it like this: like, like you said, with your wife at home and things like that, whatever. Like, I know we had a homie on about a month and a half ago or something like that, and and we were talking about a lot of the things that he was doing. You know, he got his his wife at home, and you know they got a daughter and stuff like that. And it's like you have to balance so many things a lot of times, whatever. But you can't be successful without that backbone. So I'm pretty sure your wife is that backbone. It's like, all right, she may not be happy with everything all the time, but she's still that backbone that's supportive. That's being like, all right, cool. Well, I know you have to go do this, go do this and things like that or whatever. Right. A lot of times you don't, you know, people don't talk can about I, the relationship. Can I chime aspect. in real quick? Not right. to cut, cut everybody off. Hold your thought. But 
some people on the, on a the Facebook live asking about where can they find the book and where can they buy the book from. So you you mind just right throwing right. A link so and we, oh, yeah, we we damn sure want to put that right, out. Right, 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 right. We, we, we will we, have yeah, links. Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely, just, definitely, just, definitely, we will definitely, have, definitely. We will have the links on the on the page when we definitely. post it. Trust so me. depending on depending on the type of person you are, if you want an autograph copy, you can get it on my website, which is marketingismysport.com. Um, you got Amazon. I'm on Amazon, iTunes, Nook, Kindle. You can get it electronically, or you can get it from Amazon, um, hard copy, whichever you prefer. But I'm on all major outlets: iTunes, Kindle, Nook, okay, uh, Amazon, and uh, you can get it on my website as well. Okay, Thank you. all right. So no I'm problem. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So definitely need that. Oh yeah, definitely. Great book, man. Get Everybody, book. y'all need, y'all need the, to copy. Y'all. Go get the book. Yes. Go get the book. Go get the book. Go get the book. Right. Uh, That's the name of the, the show. Go get the book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's just the book. Go get the book. That's my hashtag. Push the book. Push the book. <laughs> That's the hashtag right. for the year. Push right. the book. You know. So, um, relationships is big, right? People don't understand. I mean, if you look at certain, you know, certain people, certain entrepreneurs or certain businesses, you may see couples running, mm-hmm. you know, things or, and if not, someone that you're with, your significant other has to, you know, understand what the goal is, understand what it is that you're trying to do. Right. And that could be the make or break of a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if maybe you didn't start out as an entrepreneur. Right. Or maybe, you know, you started out as a barber, but I was okay with you being a barber. Mm-hmm. Right? I wasn't okay with you opening your own shop now. Right. Oh, and then you're going to open multiple shops. Like, <laughs> right. oh, okay, you ain't going to never be at home. Right. You know, some people, and that could be the hindrance in relationships. So, you know, a lot of times we don't have those type of talks, but, you know, your relationship is definitely key. You know, depending on True. if you have children or if you don't, like it's one. I mean, if you out here operating by yourself, but you got to take in consideration that, you know, you got to be at home. And if you got to travel, see, I travel a lot, you know, so it's a lot of conversations and things had to be had. But you have to understand what I'm trying to do. Right. So you have to maintain some type of balance as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. You have to t- maintain the balance and you might have to. Schedule yourself some vacations. You know, right. I was just about to say, yeah, I was just about to ask you, like, right. like, like, when do you know when to shut it down? When you, yeah. know, when do you know to be like, you know what? Yeah, it, do you, do you, I, so I, you, go, do you go home and get that look. You be like, uh, sometimes, yeah. some, <laughs> some, sometimes, sometimes the uh, my body just shut me down. Oh, definitely, you know, definitely. hopping on and out of planes, and you know, wee hours of the night, and think sometimes you get shut down when you don't, when you don't ask to be shut down. But, I mean, it's definitely good to, you know, schedule, whether it's a date night or schedule whatever it is, depending on the, you know, the caliber of your relationship, mm-hmm. where you at in your relationship. That's a, man, that's a hard balance, though, man. Trying to balance money and, you and, know, and like and trying to get money, to where you want to be. Like, you know what I mean? And a relationship or just like trying to, like, well, man, I really need to get this check right here. But then, like, you still got to be like, well. I did promise her. Right, right, but you gotta have somebody that you gotta have somebody that's understanding, like supportive. Right, and if and if you don't, if you're not understanding of what they do, you can't be you know you can't expect them to be understanding of what it is that you do. Right, you know, since so depending on so it just it's fifty fifty. You just gotta be able to you know balance and do whatever you know do whatever it is that you can. You know, sometimes they say you gotta live. 
a couple years how you don't want to or something like that yeah. to live the rest of your life like most people can't. So, you know, that might be a situation. That, that comes at risk and sacrifice. Right, it's yeah. a risk. Maybe we need to get down to one car. Well, feel it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, you could talk real. I mean, you could talk real, you know, depending on how, how bad you want it. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How bad do you really want it, right? You know, depending on what your car note is, you know, you three to six, seven hundred dollars, we can allocate that money somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. Get you, you know, so I mean To me that shows how much you really believe in yourself too. How much you believe in that and 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 where you think that you're gonna end up and it's knowing that you're a gonna lot end of sacrifices, up. There. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like being being like your own boss and yeah. like like your goals, your dream, man. I, I, I can only imagine. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, just like, man, like all type of sacrifices, you name it. You right. probably I, go through. And, you know, I watch my brother. My brother is someone that really showed me what it means to sacrifice for the dream. Yeah. You know, five kids, husband, wife, but he said, my wife never going to work. His wife got degrees corporate america right but he knew what he knew the end goal and what the vision was but he said i don't want my kids i don't want my i don't want my wife to work i want her to stay home and take care of my kids and she had to live off eddie road before they moved out to the suburbs and they built their business they built the company and built the schools up right but just think about somebody that's always worked had degrees that said i'm gonna sit home now and let you run, and let and let you run the ship and let you lead. Right. Every woman ain't built like that. That's true. Every woman couldn't do that. That's true. But then at the same time, right? I'm paying a daycare bill. He ain't never paid no daycare bill. Right. Yeah. I know. Right. About that. So if you got kids, think about this. I don't know if you got kids, but think about how much money you have spent on daycare. Mm-hmm. He just sent me a bounce check back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depending, just think about how much money. And, Think about how much you just Playboy spent started on. twitching when you said right. you know daycare bill. He said, <laughs> think, about, think, about, think about how much money you just spent on daycare, right? Yeah. Man. What could you have done with that money if you found a better situation to put the kids in? Buy a couple packs. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know what whatever, you, whatever you need, need to get. Need no brown in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need to get. Right. You know, hey, best DJ equipment. You. You know, you can yeah. rent out a studio. Right. I can. I didn't bought. I could have bought four trucks by now. And you know, from that standpoint, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, definitely. All right, so I, I know one last thing. I know I that I personally want to ask you is um, because we're talking about marketing and brand or whatever. With the ease of the world today, right. social media, like you said, we can all do what we do. Like we've been building our podcast. We always say we're grassroots. We're from the ground up. We mm-hmm. literally just bought microphones and started doing it or whatever. Yeah. And we, we started, and, yeah. We started with like the mics was on sitting on books, phone books, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now, like, so, right. so we we've been building over this whole course of time or whatever. So, but with the ease of everything, because we know that we can take it and put it to the streets, and we can put it to the people, and people, you know, everything that we got so far, we've gotten on our own, literally, right. literally. So, but with that ease, do you think that that makes people lazy sometimes? Because because you feel like all I got to do is do this and I and I record it and I put it out there. It could be a song. It could be a podcast. It could be whatever. 
and you mean like you just feel like all I, all I got to do is do it and put it out there and everybody going to come and watch it or whatever. Do you feel like that that makes people almost a little lazier because of the fact that they don't have to put the work in you have to you used to have to do maybe back in the day? Um, is, it, is it almost like a gift and a curse? No. Okay. It's, you still got to do the work. That doesn't exist. That's what, you're, what you're speaking of doesn't exist. Okay. Right? Nobody is bubbling without putting no work in. Mm-hmm. You just see, right? Or you right. just, right? So you think about it right now. You, you've you been doing your show for a year, mm-hmm. right? So if you do your show for three more years, right? And somebody, and it's big, it become, you know, it's a big time show, right? Or you syndicated or something like that. Somebody's going to be like, oh, these guys came out of nowhere. No, I didn't. Right, right. Right? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I was grinding, right? So, right. you know, me, I'm like Master P. I got the books in the trunk. I'm <laughs> right. driving all around the country. So when I when I bubble, when I hit, I don't want you to think, oh, no, I ain't. he just came out of nowhere. No, I work for this. Right. right. You know, and the people that don't put a plan together, that don't have those strategies, it's not happening. Right? There's no, I mean, every so often you may get a, so I'll give you an example. You were talking music. Every so often you get a Trinidad James that all go to everything goes Who? crazy, right? <laughs> Who? But, I but. Know, I messed with Trinidad. <laughs> no, but listen. But in the situation, his song blew up. That boy was right? popping. Yeah. But he didn't have that foundational work. He didn't have that brand. He didn't have the time and the sweat equity put in to last. Right. Right. So you might get people that do stuff and they're lazy, but those people don't last. Those people right. don't pan out because they haven't put the work in. They haven't laid that foundation. I feel that 100%. That's right. real talk. Um, I wanted to, my last thing I wanted to ask you. I seen um on Instagram you had an event with Ted again down in the uh, Carolinas. Charlotte. 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 Yeah. Charlotte. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to know how did how did that go? And y'all turned up. <laughs> oh no! It was amazing. Respectfully, Ted, Ted, get us, no, no, Ted, get us another Cleveland guy for everybody. I got one more question too. After that, okay, no ahead. problem. No, uh, you know, shout out to Ted again, Junior. That's my man. You know, that's my brother. Uh, we've been rocking for a very long time. You know, we probably twenty five years in the game together. Um, and like I said, I just you know I was already going so. You know, I've been on this tour with the book, so I just think about strategic ways to do different things. So he has some relationships down there um, at the uh, cigar shop. Um, shout out to Larry uh, down there. I seen um, that. That was right. pretty dope. You know, so, dope. You know shout yeah. out to Larry at Cigars, et cetera, too. Um, he let us come in, and we had a lot, you know, people came out. You know, we just had a good conversation, open dialogue about sports and business and how some of the two relate. You know, and a lot of people bought some books. I know some people down there. So it was just an amazing event. You know, I'm a cigar guy. So, you know, anytime I can, you know, fire up a stick and have a good, you know, right. good conversation. I got a Newport. Right. You want a Newport? <laughs> <laughs> I can't mess with the Newport. You mess with the white boys. Yeah, right, right. Put about five of them together. It looks like a cigar. This is my last one more question. I want to know. I know you have happily married. And she's, your wife is gorgeous. Menthol. I, I want to know what the book groupies looking like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what do they be coming? Like, sign, like instead of sign my titty, sign like right here, sign my glasses. Like, do you, like, do you sign the, the nerdy? 
the nerdy female glasses. Like, I just want to know. But, you know, if you don't want to answer, that's <laughs> Messy. Messy. Uh, Messy. Because, yeah. yeah. look, I'm thinking about writing the book. I'm trying to sign some glasses. You I know t- what I'm saying? I told y'all, Paco will go home. Roses are red. <laughs> violets are blue. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> No, ah. no, you ain't got to answer yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, 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 listen. All, I'll say, all I'll say is, you know, it just opened up a world, a different world of opportunities. It just put you in that. That sounds like that. That, no, that, listen, that sound like that Tom Cruise. What, what's that, the one you movie know, where they come you, up with the mask? That's that, nigga, that, when, when you that's write, that when Copperfield, you, nigga. That you, nigga. When you write a book, <laughs> you know, you become, you becoming. You Shit know, just going to happen. World, in the world of authors and yeah. people respect it. And I feel it. You know, it's just now a different level of respect. Right, and it's like a different that. because yeah. the real thing is like for my brand, you know, I've been doing certain workshops, traveling, teaching. You know, so the one thing that I knew that what had to take my brand to the next level for for, for someone to feel like I'm an expert or he knows what he's talking about, I had to produce content. I had to produce a book. You know, so um, that's just really you know the book was strategic for the brand, uh, and it's just you know it's it's going good. You know, still just putting strategies together, still pushing the book, you know, and that's just what the what the goal is. You know, we've been out. It's been out a few months and, you know, so far everything has been good. The support has been great, you know, so um, I understand, too, that a lot of a lot of people don't read books anymore or they don't purchase hard copy. You know, a lot of people buy them on Amazon or, you know, the one thing is I hope that when people do buy the electronic version, they're going to want to get the hard copy because you can't work in it. You know, with a tablet, you can't work in it. So, you know, that's just really what it is. And, you know, I've just been grateful really for all the experiences, the opportunity, the interviews, everything that has got, you know, anybody that's got the book, you know, I sign, make sure I sign them, you know, because it's just a very, you know, humbling experience. One All more. Right. I, I got one more. Go question. ahead. Go I, ahead. I said that was the last question. Yeah, Keep them coming. Bro. Right, no, no, no. I wanted to know um, what type of rejection or like or like the Hollywood talk you get. I don't know if like, like you run into people and maybe they big, maybe in a city or maybe around the country or. You know how people say they're going to do something or they're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to look out or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. How do you handle that type of stuff? And have have you dealt with a lot of that rejection where, you know, you get doors sla- slammed in your face or, you know what I mean, you trying to get in and they won't let you in to, this, uh, to, the, to the author world. You know what I mean? I definitely think that I'm trying to do something that some people aren't doing. Right. I'm really trying to go into the schools. So when you're going into the schools, you have to be consistent. You have to be persistent and making sure that they understand what it is that you're trying to do. Um, I don't really feel like I felt any rejection. You know, some people don't understand it. You know, some people like, you know, I've talked to some few barber schools or things of that nature. Like, oh, really? You know, it's more so getting people to understand if I can get in front of you, then I can, you know, make you understand you know, the value of the book. Um, other than that, um, I get a lot of, man, I need the book. Man, I need the book. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the book. I need the book. I'm like, well, yeah. buy the book. You know, <laughs> right. I don't know. You know, I don't know right. really I don't know what, what to tell you. Yeah. I'm not really sure, but I think that that sounds good. Okay. You know, I'm going to get the book, right? Um, This 
situation has made me understand the difference between the word support and the phrase, I'm proud of you. Hmm. Right? Okay. A lot of people don't know the difference. Okay. Right? You know, if you really have, if you really wasn't a part of a process, I'm not sure if you can be proud of somebody. Right? Um, I think you can be happy. I think you can congratulate. Right? But a lot of people say, I'm proud of you. Right? Um, but it's not followed up with support. Right? You know, if you, I don't know if you remember when Little Wayne was on, what was he on? The Hot Seat or he was on ESPN mm-hmm. and... Yeah, you know, he was like, uh, I was asking him the crazy question. No, it was about Black Lives Matter. Oh, right, right, right. right? Yeah, the yeah, Black yeah. Lives, you know, the, the crazy, the crazy answer. The crazy right answers yeah. he yeah. gave. But was right, it? Right. But was it crazy? And I'm gonna tell you or why. Was it his reality? Or was it his reality? So look, okay, okay, right. When you talk about Black history and you talk about racism, you know the the basics of it is, you know, the basics of it is we talk about. Slavery, we talk about lynching, you talk about segregation, right? You know those things, right? But you don't right. you don't know oppression, you don't know people not giving you certain opportunities for certain things. So and in that form of racism. So when he in his world go out and people have purchased a million albums, or he at a stadium and a hundred thousand people have bought tickets, right? Like you said, the, the and, man and, that's and, filming him is a white man and, and, at the and, time. And the majority of the people that are in the audience don't look like him. The majority of the people who bought his albums don't look like him, right? So how could, in his mind, how could racism exist? I'm saying in his mind, how can racism exist when these are the people that support me? If, the, if this 100,000 people was racist, why are they in here? Why are they buying this album? Why are they in here? Rather saying it's wrong or right, but that's his viewpoint. That's his perspective. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Go ahead. I'm going to say, go, just go. speaking on Lil Wayne, some years back when the Carter 3 came out, I pre-ordered mine. I went out to uh, Palmer Town Mall to pre-order mine. I never forget that day. Everybody remember that anticipation, that Carter 3 coming out. But guess what? When I went in the store, it was a long ass line. But guess what? What the line consisted of, it was all white people. But you was in Parma, though. But it don't matter, though. It do matter. I mean, it do, but it don't. It's still Lil Wayne. He's still black. You know know what I'm saying? Like It it matters because they were still out there getting it. Like you're saying, okay. It's still getting the Lil Wayne CD. But I'm I'm, going to put it out here like this. I've Listen, I've been in my profession over 16 years. All right? I've worked with nothing but white people. They down, 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 down with... With, with everybody. But the minute it, it becomes between you or them. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Of course. You know when what I'm saying? Say- if you, if you want to look at you want to look at people like like the Temptations back in the day. Like it was it was majority white people that went to their shows. Right. Right. But But we don't support our own. Right. That's true. Only that way. True. Only only way that you can show some support. From in, in anything, the only way that you can show support is if you really sow a seed. Okay. I get that. Right? This is support 
You guys are supporting what I'm doing because you're using your platform and giving me a platform on your platform, right? If somebody buys an, a book, they're supporting what I'm doing, right? Right. If somebody buys somebody's album, they're supporting what I'm doing. If they book you to DJ a show, they're supporting what you're doing. If they sit in your barber chair and they're supporting what you're doing, right? You can't support and say, it's a dope cut, bro. Keep cutting. Do your thing. That ain't don't really, come get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? That's not really getting you anywhere. So I've just right. learned in this thing, there's a difference between, there's a difference between, you know, support and, um, you know, there's a difference between the support, I'm proud of you, or people just seeing you from afar and really not knowing what's going on. Right. You know, it's a, it's a it's a big difference, you know. Right, yeah, so, I get what you're coming from. So, so let's circle that home to Cleveland, you know, so we right. can try to wrap this up. Let's circle that home to Cleveland because a lot of people say, a lot of people say all the time that people here, you, you can't make it here because there's not a lot of support. There's a lot of hate or whatever. And I see where people are coming from in a lot of ways when they say that, but... I also feel like you have to kind of make your way sometimes or whatever. So yeah, yeah, we can have, yeah, there's a lot of people that won't support or whatever, but that's just us. That's our community as a whole. But I'll, again, like I said, I feel like in, in, a, in a big way, sometimes you just got to grind it out. I mean, I, we used to have these debates all the time amongst ourselves when we first started the show, whatever, like what was the best way to kind of, I guess, quote unquote, market ourselves in the start or whatever, because you know, do we focus on home first? Do we focus on trying to get the people here that we know and make sure that they get behind us first or whatever? Because in all honesty, the people who were behind us the most when we first started the show was all the people that were out of town. Right. And it's we're still like, and we're still cool with a lot of these people like from out of town. Different cities. Different cities. And like like people don't understand or respect what you're doing. I ain't mean to cut oh, no, you no, off, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, like I was the main person, like, yo, he, man. You like, was. I was the main person just like, yo, we're gonna have to work ourselves out then in. And I was and now like, we and I was more, in and out. We get yeah. more support from our city now, but it still isn't as the same as from everywhere else. Right. So what you have to do is a lot of times we're not understanding what's our target mar target market, who's our target audience. We're not understanding or doing the research and mm -hmm. what it is that we're doing. Right. So is do people understand what you do in your city? Is this a city for what you do? Right, right. I get that. 100%. Because, you know what I'm saying? Prime example. We used to have to explain to people what a podcast was in the beginning. Right. Like, literally. So it's not you, a radio so, show. So, right. So, you got to understand. You got to understand where your people are. You got to understand the market, uh, you know, and just understand that. Is this the right fit? If this is an online platform, then how am I marketing this online platform? Is this a brick and mortar? How am I marketing in this brick and mortar you know will this type of restaurant be successful will this barbershop be successful you know right. will this type of company be successful in your city is your city oversaturated with a particular industry and your city is wide open for this lane you know if i'm a tech guy do i need to leave here and go to somewhere else where you know people are doing tech so you just got to mm -hmm. understand that it all goes down to is this something I really want to do? How vested right. I am in what it is that I'm trying to do? Because if somebody said, hey, right now, your podcast will be more successful. We got a lot of opportunities for you guys in L.A., right? How many would y'all pick up the show and move to L.A.? Right. Or you'd be like, ah, you know what? Can't really do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
They go all back right. to the risk. It, it all plays. Right. It all ties You know in. what I'm saying? If you got a right. clothing line here, you, you got a yeah, clothing right. line, and the clothing line is good, but it just ain't popping, do you got to take it to another city for it to pop? Right. You know, what's the buying power in this city? Or, you know, as people got disposable income for the thing, for what it is that you are pushing. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it's about. You got to understand that. You know, I was when I was in North Carolina, where I did the event, uh, this uh, particular place was the only cigar that's shop. There's a lot of p- positive black people down there right. too, man, so, that's doing so, their thing. Right. So that CIAA was this weekend, past weekend. This, sure this was. weekend right sure now. Was. Uh, he's, he was the only um, cigar shop with a liquor license. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he came into... Not a he came into a market that exists, right? But he had a different twist to it. Right. He had a you know, he got a different element to the game. Right. You know, so he coming in with a plan. I'm really carving out my own niche because that's what he's doing. Okay. What makes your podcast different? Standing you know, what's setting you guys pack. apart. Right. You know, what's what's gonna attract those Cleveland listeners? Is it, you know, making sure that you got more people from Cleveland? on, you know, and getting that support and having them people push your show and having them being excited about pushing your show, you know, as well as, okay, people outside the city, because if you can just, you know, turn the phone on and we can record and you can do somebody from another city, you know, that's going to make your, you know, your reach expand even more. Okay. It's true. All right. So separate uh, yourself from the pack, man. All right. So. We want we want to just hit one thing musically with you since you had that musical background. I mentioned it before we started recording, but uh, Belushi, uh, I'm a Ghostbuster, bitch. Right, right. right. The, the the world shook yesterday. The sun didn't come up, I guess, or whatever, or whatever, because because over the past couple of days we've had um we've had a couple of diss tracks, which we don't get in hip hop at least at least a golden um kind of um kind of beef or whatever. We don't get that as much these days or whatever. Um, we know we had it. We know we had it with Meek and Drake um, about what? That's up like two years ago now, basically two summers ago now. Yeah. Um, but we got one now, and you definitely don't ever see it with the ladies. So you know, you got one with Remy, and you got one with Nikki. Um, Remy has been throwing her shots. I can't even lie. Uh, especially like on on the Fresher song with the Wait a Minute song on that remix when she popped on there uh, with her and Fifty. Yeah, I don't believe that none of these verses. Have been about Nikki. I don't believe. You don't that. think so? Okay. I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't believe that. For okay. her, to, I watched the interview on um, Hot Nine Seven with Ebro, and mm-hmm. and I don't believe when she said, "If I'm if I was talking about you, you would know it." This, that, and the third. I say your you name. believe that? I say a name. That was strategic. You know, I just watch. It's crazy. I just watched that interview. I watched four, it today, four days ago, and then yeah. the diss track comes out right. a couple days later. So right. I, I definitely feel like I listened to the Make Love verse from Nikki. I f- definitely feel like she was talking about Remy Ma. Definitely. And Remy just responded. But you, but you, you really don't feel like Remy was, was subliminally like kind of no, going I at No, I do. Nikki? I do. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't believe... She said none of these verses. They flat okay. out asked her. Okay. Oh, that's they, what you're... Okay. Yeah, okay. They I flat out asked her, Has you been, have you been what talking, you talking about, about Nikki? Nikki? Okay. And she said yeah. no. She yeah. said if I was talking about her, I, I would have said her yeah, name. Yeah. You would know I'm but talking see, about her. I kind of feel like they're going to say sub. that. They're going to say that because they don't want to... You know, you just kind of walk in that line a little bit. Whatever. But any, all right. we all know that she was subliminally kind of throwing them shots or whatever. And... and I don't know. I do. So, what's your thoughts on like on, between the fact that Nikki was on the on, on the song, 
uh, and that dropped on Friday, I believe it was. And then, um, and then Remy, I guess, was straight to the studio. Number one, I give her respect because of the fact that she went straight to the studio. I mean, it's a lot of times a day or two will pass. Like I was hoping to wake up today and see that Nikki had went to the studio. I don't think she. I don't think she's gonna do that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I already know she's not. It's. Gonna I take mean, some time. you know what? She might. She has yeah. to. It's. It, it, she has to. Got to. She has to. She might not wait as long as me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like. I feel she like. I feel like. She, long, I feel like she got to. You know, I think that this is big for Remy's brand. Uh-huh. I went on her page. She had a, over a million something views on her on, that, on yeah. her last post. Yep. Like, yeah, she 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 buzzing. Yeah, you know, and and, and she the talk of the town, so talk of the country. So yeah. she winning. And, and yeah. whether she wrote it or not, because now that's the or, you or, know, or whether it's all true or not, it don't matter. She can't. She came in and took that soul real she, quick. She she strike first. Yeah. So it's really it's really if you go back to Nas and Jay, Jay only gave you a verse the first time, or not even a verse. He gave you a half, a half, a couple I verses. Say that, I say that all the time, right? right. So. Yeah. Probably like eight bars, and then Nas come with a, with whole, a whole song, song. With a right? Whole, so it's which, all, was, which was nasty, Everybody you know. But be, it's yeah. like it, you know, it's 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 kind of hard, you know, you know. But I, even still, even still, Jay said it. You know, he called yeah. you out. You knew he was talking about Nas. It wasn't no subliminals. It was none right, of that, right? You right, know, right? So that's what it is. You know, I just look at it like. You know, Remy did her thing. I'm a Remy fan. I just feel like I feel like the wait a minute, that verse was about the couple bars was about Nikki. I feel like the all the way up, you know, that yeah. remix was uh-huh. about Nikki. Yeah. You know, so or she threw a couple shots. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's I think she messed up because she performed last night and didn't know none of the words to the song. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I didn't see that video. So she performed a song and didn't really know. So then that's like, well, yeah, that's you know, a, that's a slip up. Where man. that come from? Yeah, you know, ghost, ghost writing. Well, they saying her, they they feel like her husband wrote it. Papoose, Papoose yeah, he he do a lot of that battle stuff or whatever. So he yeah, he good so. with that. So I don't know, but it was to me, it's kind of refreshing to see. I don't look. Uh, Hip hop is hip hop these days. You know, yeah. we we all got our different opinions on it or whatever, whether we like it or we don't like it or whatever, but. To me, a good, a decent beef on wax or whatever is still a, is still cool to see. It's it's still refreshing. It still excites people. I don't care what nobody say. It still excites you or whatever. I mean, back in the day when right. I it, mean, you look at the battle scene. The yeah. battle scene has come up crazy to where mm-hmm. it's pay per view and you got to pay to get in right. and right. you know. So people still love that sport of hip hop. You know, everybody can't you know put it in a song like she did, but right. she did it. She got to come back. She has to respond. She got to. Or you lose respect Because everybody her. like, oh, the numbers. Who got more money? Like, you know. She said, I don't care about your records and big numbers. Right. <laughs> right. right. I, was, uh, I was locked up. Seven winners and yeah, six yep, summers. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. You, know uh, you supposed to get this money. She said, I was gone. Right. Right. This is about hip hop now. She said, I'm back. Yeah. Now you got to deal with me. So. Now you got to deal with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, guess what though? For the for the women to be bringing it back to the, like real hip hop, right? And like just like right. just representing for for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I respect it, man. Right. Yeah. right. Definitely. Right, right, right. Definitely, son. Yeah, man. All right. So one last thing, you know, just musically, but who is your guys right now musically? Like 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 who who are you rocking right now? 
Man, um, I like the Bruno Mars album for real. Okay, mm. it's dope. I've been listening to Bruno Mars. Okay, right. Uh, I like some Cleveland guys. Um, Shout him out. I've been working with a guy, uh, BFA uh, Bleed. I've been working with him with some Brandon, you know. So I like that guy. Um, I'm always a J fan, you know. So. Well, I always knew I like this guy. As soon as you came through the door, I said I like this guy. I'm always a Jay fan. Okay. You know, so I just right now I'll just be letting stuff go, you know. I like Cleveland guys, man. I like Ray Jr., you know, so I like I like the Cleveland music. Um, the mainstream, you know, I listen to some J. Cole here and there and some Kendrick here and there and, you know, but I don't know. I've been having that Bruno Mars on repeat. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the Bruno Mars album. Mm-hmm. I feel like you slipping. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in uh, North Carolina and Ted kept making me listen to Future all day long. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, listen, I listen to the Future I'm, album. I, I'm going to be surprised I, if I, he ain't got a uh, Crown Vic on 24. You know, I, I listen. That's what's popping down I, there. I listen to the Future album front, back for three days in a row. So <laughs> Right, 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 right. Yeah. Shout well, out to Future. I, I guess, right? He dropped two albums in two right, weeks. Right, right, right. Shout right. out to Future. Come on, he gotta show, pay them royalties, man. Right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah. another thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Heard about right, that so. shit. All right, y'all. Well, thank you once again, Donovan, for coming in and sitting down with us this week, man. Once again, the book is called "The Brand Playbook: The Ultimate Game Plan for Building Your Business." Right. Uh, can you tell the people once again where they can find the book. Right, 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 right. So, Buy the book, <laughs> Donovan Boyd. Donovan Boyd, um, the marketing coach. You can find me on all Instagrams, all Instagrams, all social media at I am Donovan Boyd. Uh, and that's where I'm at. My website is marketingismysport.com. If you're on my Instagram, you can just click the link in my bio. It'll take you right to the book. But like I said, I'm on all major platforms. And, you know, if you want me to come to your city, just send me a message, send me a message, and, I, you know, we'll, we'll put something together. Um, I'll be in Atlanta. Um, I believe we'd be in Atlanta next week, so it's a lot of things we gotta, you know, a couple of things we gotta hash out. We'd the be particulars. in right, you know, yeah. we'll be in uh, Philly. We got Philly coming up, Detroit coming up. So, you know, we just working. Uh, we'll be all over if we can, God willing. All right, What's up, man. All right, definitely. Well, I personally want to thank you for coming through. Shake your I appreciate hand, brother. it, brother. Dope, dope, dope brother. Yo, y'all check him out, man. He definitely uh after going up over his book, man, and see some things. I put things in perspective for me personally. Right. So I really appreciate you coming through, man. No problem. Thank you. Yes. Yo, right. hey, Black Paco on this thing. I want to personally give a shout out to my boo. Um, that pretty much uh, oh. Hill. Oh. 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 <laughs> shout out to oh, my me. boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that helped put this together, Hold though. On, let me get you saying that. Yeah, right. Say that. Say that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boo. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. She was watching on the. Yeah, she's still on there. Yeah, she's yeah. still on there. Yeah. Uh, but um, shout, shout out to the boo thing. You know, I, I think I shot the initial email, and I think she probably was bugging Donovan. Like, yeah, you need to do my do my man show. <laughs> or else, you know. She she, uh, she she do that silent bug. Okay. You know what I mean? So no, I appreciate dope, it. Though. Shout out to her though, then. Shout oh, out yeah, to her definitely. for being she hit me up today. Right. Too. No. She hit me up today, said, Is you sleep? Like you not up. 
you know you got to be at the show in a minute, right? Yeah, oh, that's the no. support she's talking like, about, though. Right. I'm that's, like, that's, I'm that's going. Support, I'm man. like, I'm going. I'm like, right. I'm like, it's 3 o'clock. <laughs> right. <laughs> show, don't, like, show don't start the three hours. Right. Let like, <laughs> finish these crunch berries I'm real like, quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's waking up. It's, it's 3 o'clock. Like, she like, calling me like, you sleep? I'm I ain't going like, to lie. It was 4. I was asleep. I ain't going to lie. laying down. I'm relaxing. I'm terrible. I'm going to be there. But no, my brother, man. Hey, anything we can do for you, man, like, Period. You know what I'm saying? Just let Definitely, us know. Definitely, man. Right. You know Appreciate saying? it. With that reason, we ain't got no money. <laughs> it's know. all good, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, but no, but seriously though, man, respect, man. Yeah, I, appreciate man, it, brother. First of all, I want I want y'all to know he is younger than us. Yeah, yeah. And and he's doing his thing. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from you. So yeah. to the audience out there, it don't matter how old you are, yo, man, if you got that positive attitude, you got that drive, and you trying to make things happen. And ambition, baby. Matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people feel like, oh man, a homeless man could tell you to do the right thing. And that's just me being real. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, I'm not saying right. that Donovan is homeless. No, no, you know no. You know what I'm saying? No, I, <laughs> no. I, I hope he ain't homeless. No, no. You, out, you, out, you out in Charlotte and touring the country. I right. hope you ain't homeless. I'm, but back, I'm grinding. Yeah, right. I'm grinding. I wrote this book. I live hey, on the street. I got it with. Hey, but back to the homie Jay, man. You know, that's so ambitious, baby. Yeah. yeah. No, hey, respect, though, I don't pay no more because I just pay a car note. Just live in the whip. You know what I'm saying? Respect, though, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Anything you need from us, we're there for you. Yeah, no and, doubt. Uh, thanks again for coming through. Yeah, Black Paco, follow me at all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, me that wheelchair. Yeah. And uh, and that Braille. You know, I'm looking for them handicapped bitches. <laughs> Donovan, you know what I'm saying? And that Braille? The Braille, too. You know what I'm saying? All right. See, a lot of people think I lost myself. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Well, serious today. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I just want to be. I want to make it clear. I'm still ratchet. <laughs> yeah, and I had to show respect. Yeah, yeah. 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 We gonna we gonna we gonna have to get him back on one of these ratchet. Yeah, definitely. Leaks. You know, yeah, we're, 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 we we sit the book down like this. Yeah. Like, all right, this is all right. So this is what we really gonna be talking right. about. Definitely. You know what I'm with the book. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So all right, y'all. Thank you for coming again, man. Uh, we appreciate it. We really do. Um, Thank you for taking out the time to come sit down with us this week. So yeah. this has been the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Once again, we do this every Sunday on Facebook yeah. Live. Yeah. Y'all yeah. know because y'all tune in and we love y'all for tuning in. Appreciate Remember y'all. the show was going to be out. Ah. The show will be out on SoundCloud and iTunes on Tuesday morning. Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts. Search us out. Subscribe to the shows. Leave us yes. reviews. Email us at dmst16 at yahoo.com. If you have yeah. any questions, anything that you want us to discuss on the show, anything you don't want to share in the live feed that you say you want us to talk about on the show, we will always talk about it. If you want to come sit down with us, email us. Yeah, let us know what you want to talk about. Guess what? You probably can sit down with us next Sunday. Yeah, you know what so we gonna do that. Once again, my name is DJ Brainstorm. DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter U. There we go. On IG, on Snapchat, on Twitter, and on yeah. Facebook. We love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. Thank you once again, Donovan, for sitting down with us or whatever. Yes, sir. We will be back with y'all next Sunday. Check for the show on Tuesday. Peace. Peace. Peace.